Independence Day and welcome back everybody to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I'm back. Did you miss me or did you miss me? It's Big Johnny Stud, the big guy with the big mouth for the big apple at FTN Bets, the man behind the madness and the algo at MLB moving averages on the Bluebird Twitter machine. Again, this show presented by Price Picks. Love this new app. And remember, FTN Bets right now is free for the entire weekend, right? We're celebrating freedom. So how about the freedom to bet, the freedom to hit some free picks, man? Remember, hit the like button. You got to rate, review, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. And this is also available through your podcast providers. So also rate, review, subscribe, all the major providers, if they're any good. They'll be carrying this show and the link to Price Picks in the description. Use the promo code MMNMLB, right? MMN Mail Media Network, Major League Baseball. That's the promo code. We'll get you a 100% match deposit. Let's dive right into it. The show presented by Price Picks. I am kind of burning the midnight oil up before the crack of dawn as always, and it's almost midnight where I'm at. Price Picks has not posted the line, and it's always very important to be specific. I don't want to recommend plays I wouldn't take if they end up being a little bit off my projections. So make sure you check back with the Mail Media Network. They're going to post the specific picks in the morning. But I think in the meantime, sometimes just as important as those actual picks is how we get there you know, the process and the methodology to get in the place where we want to win, right? About getting a fish, opposed to teaching people to fish. I like to create a culture of fisherwomen and fishermen. And I think the first place we want to start is at the beginning, right? Fantasy sports are a game of opportunity. You can't score if you don't have the rock, right? You can't score without the ball. So particularly with baseball, one of the very first things I do when looking to score in prize picks, DFS, or any kind of fantasy daily venture is opportunity, people. Plate appearances are opportunity. They're the currency that we deal in. And the difference between batting first, second, or third, and seventh, eighth, or ninth can might almost usually be the difference between profiting and not. So the first we want to do, we're going to probably identify some bad pitchers. I know we got a couple gas cans on the mound looking at Eli Morgan at the Indians. The Astros are going to have a look at him. And Garrett Richards on the bump for the Red Sox. The Athletics probably licking their chops, ready to get a you know look at him without all the sticky stuff. So I like to identify good teams and good environments, of course. But on top of that, along with the price, is that all-important lineup Placement, again, opportunities being at the center of it. So make sure you check down below. I'm going to have the picks for you tomorrow throughout this show. And I think, man, I think we got a good one brewing with this half slate. That's where I'm really focused on the 7 p.m. Give everyone a chance to get all this information in, digest it. And if you're not familiar with my work, I know I move a little bit fast. But strap up and strap in because we are about to go on a ride, everybody. Time to cover those all-important fantasy baseball news and notes. We're going to take a look at injuries around the league. I know sometimes it stinks to have to read these headlines, but it's so important. The way the games move, the speed at which the information flies, we have to digest and then try and make those subsequent and next counter moves You know, to the news. That's what we're doing here for you. A couple of white-hot hitters hitting the shelf. Kyle Schwarber hotter than them all. He was removed from Friday's game against the Dodgers with a leg injury. I think it was non-contact. Those can be pretty scary. He does have an injury uh, history, I should say. 
of injuries with the knees. So got to keep an eye on Schwaber. We'll be unfortunate to lose him. He's having a season to remember. Next up, my man, Jose Ramirez on the Indians. He was scratched from today's lineup. We weren't sure if he was going to play the other day, but... The left elbow soreness got to him, and he did not play today. They're making it sound like it's not serious, but once you decide to start a player and then pull back on it, that usually tells me there's something wrong. There's really nobody to replace him with there. Man, hold on to those shares for your life. Next up, Kyle Tucker for Houston. He was scratched with some back spasms. Again, they're saying it's not a big deal. It seems to be that way. They're saying they saw him move around and he looked okay. Keep an eye on it. This one I do think I have that subsequent move that I was talking about. I've already added Chaz McCormick. He's really a relative unknown. But to be honest, you want any piece of this offense. Think of it as a stock portfolio. We want exposure to that appreciating asset pretty much no matter who it's from. And McCormick has even found his way into the top third of the lineup, something that's really important. How about we wrap up on just a little bit of good news, right? Just a, just a little bit. I think that's okay. Back to those Indians, the Tribe, are getting Fran Mill Reyes back, right? Couldn't be at a better time if J-Ram is going to miss a week or two weeks. I'm not speculating. I just don't know yet. It'll be good to get a big stick back in the middle of the lineup. They have really missed Reyes in the power department. And then Sir D.D. Gregorius, shortstop, one of my favorite middle infielders in fantasy baseball this year. He's back for the Phillies. Glad to see him back. He's on the show for a while. Start him immediately. It's all systems go. And I think that will do it for today's section in those all-important fantasy baseball news and notes. I got your daily dose for those DFS games coming up tomorrow night. Let's focus on the PM slate. We'll give everybody time to digest this information, get in there, and hopefully cash some tickets. I mean, listen, when it's a short slate, a lot of times people try and get cute, and that's where you're going to get in trouble. For me, generally, on these half slates, I do have one chalk pitcher. And tomorrow, there's one that stands out head and shoulders above the crowd, and that is the GOAT. Clayton Kershaw, 102 innings this year, a 3-2-5 ERA, the whip below 1, 30% K, only 4% walk, a 26K minus walk, just flying off the page Vintage Clayton Kershaw, he is awesome. The swinging strike rate over 16, the chase rate over 35. There is not a thing he's not doing well this year. The ground ball rate over 48%, which is excellent. The bow rate below 6. Why you got one home run per nine with the 275 X Woba to top it off. Like I said, vintage Kershaw, sometimes you want to go and pay. Before I get into my bargain pick, there really is something that I wanted to speak about, and I think... Sometimes having a proper methodology and process in place is as important as picking the correct player. Now, before I get into the market, right, before I go into the store, the DraftKings in this case, you know, to look at the pricing, I like to do my analysis and then determine my own rankings before I go in there. I'm a professional, but that doesn't mean that I am, you know, uh, impervious to bias. So in order to do that, or the best way to do that, to remove that kind of bias, is to prepare, create those rankings in your head, and then you go into the shop. And that way, you already have an idea of what you want to pay, and that's really how we determine value. Because if you look at the pricing first, I'm telling you, dollars to donuts, it's going to get in the way. And my second favorite pitcher 
happens to be halfway down the list. I thought he would have been priced up number two, and he's not, and that's Cole Irving. I'm going to get into a breakdown in the very last section because Irving, I think, is really undersung. He has a big day on deck, and he's going off for below 8,000. So really, that helps to kind of soften the blow of Kershaw himself, who's going off at 10. So if we add the two of them together, we get a pretty decent average, and maybe we don't have to feel like we're even paying up that much. Both pitchers give you exactly what you're looking for, the ability to get distance, the ability to get some strikeouts, and of course, suppress runs and those all-important home runs when you're in betting or DFS. These are nine inning samples. You really don't have room to give up two or three run home runs. So I think the stack here is the flip side of that second one that I mentioned. And I'm going with the A's. Garrett Richards is really falling apart. Maybe we'll touch on that again at the at the last section. But we got to get after Richards. He struggled with the new ball. And he's been open about it. So, I mean, listen, what else could you want to target than a pitcher who says he doesn't know how to pitch in this environment? So I think that's going to get everyone set up for tomorrow. Run out Kershaw. Run out Irvin. Stack all those. A's and even more so the A's are really interesting in DFS because they have a lot of players that are not necessarily superstars so you're going to get a crack at the middle of that lineup and paying that not necessarily min but around those kind of min prices Chad Pinder goes around 3200 Jed Rowley goes Jed Lowry goes below 4000 Kemp below 4000 these are all players that can produce for you on an individual game basis again in a good environment and on a team that can hit so that's how you build it again sometimes process before names Boom, I hope that really helps you out tomorrow. Make sure to get at me with those green screens. This last section is my favorite, the one that's nearest and dearest to my heart as a professional handicapper and the man behind the madness at MLB Moving Averages and FTN Bets. You know I love to bet on baseball. Saved a little bit of extra time just to go over this. I got two plays for you, and then I'm going to leave you with one really, really important lesson, you know, wanted to thank Patty for having me back this one, so I'm going to give back a little bit to you guys out there at the MMN Network. The game I mentioned before is the one that I really am going to be hammering today, and it is the Oakland A's in Boston, and Cole Irvin, who I mentioned earlier, meeting Garrett Richards, who I also mentioned earlier, could not believe the price when I saw this. Again, back to that initial lesson I mentioned, doing your analysis, establishing worth, then shopping, and having your own perception of value once you see the cost. And when I saw the cost of this game, I'm telling you, this recording comes out the night before. I already bet it, and I'll be posting it for my subs, guaranteed. I see it listed at, like, minus 120. It is going to go north. Garrett Richards is in trouble. Why? Cole Irvin is the man. 94 innings pitch, a 3-6 ERA, 1-2 whip. The OPS right at 700. 17% K. Now, I know that's a bit low when we think about it on the surface. However, a 4% walk rate to go with it really helps you paper over any missing strikeouts. But there really is a bit more behind it when we look at the peripherals. The O swing, that's your chase rate, that's a 35%. That's like three and a half ticks better than average. And it combines it with an 85% in zone contact rate. A really important stat. So what that means is he can beat you out of the zone with a chase. He can beat you in the zone with a pitch also. Don't be fooled by the lack of strikeouts. doesn't mean that when he needs to, he can't get you with the whiff. 
off to the batted balls. I know we see a 40% flood ball rate, and that just used to have you pulling your hair out. But it's not the case anymore with the deadened ball. They raised the seams. We increased resistance. We increased impedance. We dropped production on those fly balls. So now a 40% fly ball rate, but, 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 big shaking butt. The hard hit rate at 32, the bow rate at 6, and the all-important blast rate. Right now, that's the tool I'm using on my podcast, Cork Stats, and at FTM Bets, where we're doing the thing, blast are the ideal subset of barrels. It's the barrel of barrels. It's the Cadillac of barrels. When that number is north of five, your pitcher is starting to get in trouble. You'll see that heavily correlated to home runs per nine. Cole Irvin's blast rate is below two, just popping off the page. I have not run the numbers, guarantee it's in the top 10th percentile, but you see that materialized in the expected stats. 330x wall, but 377 expected on contact. Really, those are like ace level metrics. And the pitch mix is really interesting. It's dominated by two pitches primarily, a four-seamer and a changeup. They're thrown about 70% of the time. Between the two of them, of course, you know, changing of speeds has a deceptive element to it. However, it's the two of them combined have a 360 expected slug max. I mean, think about the math on that. Three quarters of your arsenal has a 360 expected slug. Just phenomenal. He has seven quality starts already this year and a 255 ERA on the road. Maybe we need to get my man the shoulder pads with the big spikes because he's a road warrior. What a rush going up against Garrett Richards, who was complaining about the baseball. I mean, could you find a better target to go after the guy telling you that he can't pitch as soon as they got rid of the sticky stuff? That ERA went right up the bound. We've got at least four earned runs in four starts. We know the A's can hit. They're actually in a bit of a low right now. But again, coming from Wall Street, that's really not something I always worry about. Growth is not usually linear. There are fluctuations. And I generally like to look at the micro in relation to the macro. So when we have a team that can hit like the A's and they're down, generally I'm looking to buy that dip. Give me the A's and that cost all day. Could not believe it. The other one I got, yeah, it's a total... Again, I think this has to do with public narrative. People see Texas Rangers and they see Seattle Mariners and the automatic assumption is that, you know, these teams are not very good and they don't score runs. Well, that's not the case, people. Again, when you come to Big Johnny, you get in the context. That's what we do. I'm not here for my truth or your truth. I'm here for the truth. And the fact is this, Jordan Lyles is a gas can and so is Marco Gonzalez. And on top of that, these offenses are absolutely cranking right now. Check it out. Last seven days, Texas Rangers, a 360 team mobile, 131 WRC+. Plus. Bow rate over 9, and the K rate down below 19%. They've been 844 team OPS, 349 team OBP, 11 home runs last 7 days for the Rangers looking really good. How about those Mariners? 356 team Woba, 130 WRC+, plus top 5 in the league in drive line drive rate, top 5 in the league in O-swing. That's your chase rate, the discipline is intact. Near the top in home runs, OBP with an 825 OPS. So I do not see this one staying below that 8.5 total. Get that one now. I think by the time some of you see that, it might already be at 9 or 9.5. Let me see. I do have a quick minute. And I said I wanted to leave you with a quick lesson. I'm hoping something that you're going to take with you, stick it in your pocket, and you're going to keep it. You'll think about me next time. Remember, people you got to be selective. Similar to the hitters that we're trying to analyze and get behind, we want to be selective. Okay, why? Because losses are bad, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Captain, obvious, losses are bad. But the fact of the matter is this. No bet is better than a bad bet. And again, that's not just an adage. It's not just a saying. It really is the truth, and I could prove it, right? We could quantify this. So if you have $100 and you lose 10%, 
you're now down to 90. Nice round number. You go out and win 10% the next day. 10% of 90 is 9. You're back at 99. However, you're down 1% from the total. So what that means is if you were to continually repeat that process over and over again, you're going to end up at zero. So people, that's the lesson. You don't have to bet every game. You don't even have to bet every day. You don't have to bet every half slate. You don't have to bet every mega slate. Be selective. Use your indicators. Use your process. And then, of course, risk management at the center of it. Thank you so much, everyone, for picking up what I'm putting down. Big cheers to my boy, Patty Mayo, for bringing me back to the MMN, man. Fantasy baseball picks and bets here at the Mayo Media Network. Thank you, Pat. Love you, man. Everybody, enjoy this holiday weekend. And enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Wave that flag. Sing your songs. Hang out with family and friends. And remember, appreciate this freedom because we only get one spin around this carousel. We want to have as much fun as possible while being safe. Everybody, thank you. Thank you so, so much. Remember, FTNBets.com. It's free for the whole weekend. Get on it. Free is for me. And follow me at MLB. Moving averages on the Bluebird Twitter machine, everybody. Peace. (laughs) 